Okay, bus bench babes, are you ready to laugh your butt off? Uh, I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to share some of the most hilarious and outrageous stories that's happened to me throughout the last 24 years in this business. And these are stories Christy hasn't even heard about. So uh, we're going to bring some laughter and joy to your day to day. Today is all about letting loose and having fun. So grab a cup of coffee or a tequila and pull up a seat and prepare to laugh your ass off. Let's do it. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, friend. We're having a fun episode today. How are you today? I'm really excited for today because I get to sit on my butt and drink sparkling water and laugh. (laughs) And Mark is on uh, toddler duty, which is great. Yeah. Ryan. (laughs) Kaya has some new idol worship of Mark and just following him around relentlessly. She even was helping him break down cardboard earlier today. She was. She's a big fan, and Ryan's racing around trying to make sure the podcast uh, gets recorded correctly. So it's it's a good day. So I'm kind of just hanging out today. It's pretty well, nice. Perfect. Yeah. Good. You should. <laughs> Hashtag Christy Queen for the day. <laughs> all right. So this episode is all about crazy stuff that's happening in real estate. And when I was trying to think back. Like I, I just kept writing notes of stories and I was like, oh my gosh, I thought I just had a couple on the tip of my tongue. And then when I started digging into it, there's way more. So are you ready? I'm so excited for this. Okay. So like, what should we start with? Should we start with things like alligators or what do you you mean alligator? Well, I mean, I I do have three alligator stories. Um, I have, wait, wait, wait. We live in Minnesota. How the actual heck do you have three alligator well, stories? Well, I started my real estate career in Florida. So there are alligator, there's two <laughs> alligator stories related to Florida and one related to Minnesota. Yes, Ooh. alligator story in Minnesota. Ooh, okay. Um, and then we have like criminal behavior. We have like oh, wow. crazy like nutso stuff, <laughs> um, snakes, Uh, snakes service dogs like where where do you want to start with this conversation let's maybe like mash it up give me a little of each kind of like dabble in and let's do it okay let's start with something really just funny and just it's kind of ridiculous so we had a client a handful of years ago um and okay, so let's just preface this. We're not going to use client specific names. We're not going to use a specific town that they live in. We're going to protect the innocent or not so innocent in this <laughs> conversation. Right. Right. Just so people don't think I'm like outing people directly. We're just having a casual conversation about things. That so happen. you have standards so and rules. <laughs> 
Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nurse for the funny. Yes. All right. Okay. So in a town not far from where I live, um, we had a <laughs> listing a number of years ago. So I arrive at the house for the open house on the Sunday. And the husband has a pit bull dog who is adorable and she looks pretty ferocious, but she's she's a little she's a softy. So the dog scared the bejesus out of me initially, and then she laid on the ground and rolled on her back and let me pet her belly. And I thought, Aww. okay, we're safe. Like this dog isn't gonna eat my face off. And so as he's leaving, he puts a service like a service dog jacket on her, and I said, "Is your dog a service dog?" Most pit let's I don't most pit bulls aren't service dogs in in what my world. It you're, doesn't seem like it's the norm, but I'm sure no, there there are some. Maybe, but that's not usually the type of dog you take to a nursing home to like comfort old people or anything. Not typically, but maybe typically. people could like maybe. tell us if they know of some because that'd be really cute. So I said, so I'm like, oh, your dog's a service dog, like just you know having a conversation with our client. And he said, no, I just ordered the vest off Amazon. I just want to be able to take her into the smoke shop in the brewery down the street. So I just put the service vest on her and then I can take her everywhere I go. He goes, in fact, the other day I was walking her down the street and she took a big old dump on the sidewalk. And I realized I didn't have a poop bag with me. And he said some lady rolled up and rolled her window down and said, sir, you need to pick up your dog poop. You just can't leave it there on the sidewalk. And he goes, ma'am, she's a service dog. And the lady said, oh, okay. And drove away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so he's using this. He's totally using it as a crutch. Is is not a service dog at what? all. He just wants to drink at the brewery with this dog. Wow. I know. So, so like, w- if I went to a brewery around here, would I maybe find this service dog? No. They oh. have since relocated out of state. But wow. yeah, it was pretty funny. Okay. Um, One time I was showing a house in Minneapolis and it was in the middle of the day. So I'm showing my clients because they're available. And we walk into the house and it just, a lot of times I'll knock on the door before I put the key in the door and I'll say, you know, hello, you're a realtor or something because you never know like what you're going to stumble upon. So let's I've stumbled upon enough crazy things that, like, that's my MO. Like, I'm not going to just pop in and... It seems like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it so seems like a good idea. we walked into this house, and it felt really weird. Like, like we weren't alone in the house. And uh, I'm like, hey... That feels creepy. I just got goosebumps. No, not, like, in a creepy way, but, like, I feel like... I don't know. Just something felt off. Okay. So we walk in, and all of a sudden, I hear some, like, shuffling around upstairs, and... Two high school kids came racing down the stairs, pulling their clothes on. And I'm like, oh, hey, you guys skipping school today? And they're like, no. And then they took off. We totally busted down having sex oh in the house gosh. on their lunch break. Get out of here. Get out of here. High school lunch break. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, upstairs, it looked like, you know, hanky panky had been going on. <laughs> Like, did you, you did know you what? put that in the notes that you sent to the other realtor? No, because oh. I'm not going to rat them out. Because if that oh. was me in high school, I wouldn't have wanted anyone to rat me out. But I'm like, you know. <laughs> did your clients buy the house? No. Okay. <laughs> but we, we laughed about it for a long time after that. I love it. Um, Okay, what else you got? Uh, when I lived in Tampa, we had a house listed that had a black bottom pool, which was super cool because it stayed really warm all the time and it was one of those caged in you know it was like the screened in lanai things with the pool 
And so it was a super... Like the bottom or the side? The bottom. Too. Like Just all the of bottom. the concrete was dyed black and all the tile was black. Ooh. So it looked like kind of like the black hole in the backyard. So oh, it was really cool. like moody and sexy. And then you would turn lights on at night. Um, kind of like that one pool in Puerto Rico where we stayed. Yes. At the W that's no longer yes. there. Cool. Yeah, just really vibey, really cool. Um, and then the listing agent said, well, the only bad thing about it is that it attracts snakes because it's so warm. So all the water moccasins keep coming out of the pond in the backyard and coming like through the cracks in the lanai and there's snakes in the pool all the time. Oh, water moccasins. I don't even know what a water moccasin is. They're dangerous snakes. They're not like gardener snakes. Are they black? Are they like darker colors? Yes, they're (gasps) dark snakes. And I think they're poisonous. I'm not I'm not gonna go on record saying they're poisonous, but they're like a dangerous snake. Why not, would you not just drain your pool and paint it? Well, they didn't know until after they had painted their until they had done the pool black, they oh. didn't they didn't realize. So you're just like swimming along, it's like sunset, Hell, you're like, this is great, and there's no. a big freaking Hell snake. No. Yes. <gasps> Get out of here. Did yeah. you race out of that house? Like, well, no I didn't way. go anywhere near the pool. Like I was just doing like my normal Tuesday broker tour. I'm like, yeah. hell oh. to the no. Ick, so note ick. to self, if you live in Florida, don't have a black pool because if you have water moccasins nearby, they're going to love it. That's creepy. Yes. Oh. No. No. Oh, imagine if you found out if you just moved in. Yeah. The no. hard way. No. Mm. Not good. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Florida. Whew. Uh, my very first listing I ever had in my real estate career, I got it from door knocking a neighborhood. Ooh. Yay. Kudos to me. That's hard to do. To get your own listing. And the so it was a girl that owned the house, a young single mom and with sort of like a deadbeat boyfriend. She owned one of those um, stores where you would. Well, OK, she rescued greyhound dogs. Okay. So she had all these old, old, like half dead greyhound dogs everywhere. And I love dogs, but half it was like. Dead. A, it Wait, was, so basically a nice way of saying it is she's running a senior home for greyhounds. Yes. Plus, she owned one of those consignment shops where you bring all your baby's kids' toys or like clothes and stuff. I don't even know what that. I think it's like called Facebook Marketplace now, basically. Yeah, but it used to be an actual (laughs) store. So she had gobs and gobs of stuff that she would buy at garage sales and then scrub it up and bring it to her store to sell. Oh. So dogs, gobs of baby gear and crap everywhere. Oh, she's trying to sell her house and she's got a Debbie boyfriend that doesn't work. And every time there were showings, he would be like naked, passed out in their bed. What? But he would be so passed out that every time people would go there for a showing, I'm like, you have he. OK, A, he has to start sleeping with some clothes on. <laughs> First of all, like B, why is he even here for these showings? He should be gone. <laughs> First, he has to start sleeping with. Some so every time on. you would open the bedroom door and he would be. No covers on. So you knew this was going to happen. No, I didn't know initially until after the first round of feedback. But by the third time, I'm like, dude, this this dude has to get a job or put clothes on or set (laughs) an alarm or I mean, something's got to happen. So she's at work and he's at home passed out. So people would go in for the showing and they would literally walk around the room and he never woke up and he would be like wiener hanging out. living his get, best life passed out, out in bed no yes no yes and this happened no. numerous times and i'm like so i didn't get the memo i never sold the house i we just couldn't sell it i'm like unless you get rid of this boyfriend like this house is never gonna sell get you gotta get here. some of this crap out of here 
Yeah, it was not good. No wieners for open houses. No. For house showings. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was that in Minnesota? No, that was when I lived in Florida. Okay, Florida... Florida seems special. It seems Florida does seem a little bit special. Okay. Wow. Should we talk about alligators? Okay, wait. So how many alligator stories do you have? Three. Three. Are you gonna Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready for this. Alligator story number one. (laughs) Okay, so this was Tampa days. I lived in Tampa and I was driving home from work one day and I there's like I, I'm seeing ahead in the road. There's something huge. Like I drove kind of a sports car at the time. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to have to like swerve around this because I don't, I couldn't see what it was. And as I got closer, I saw that it was an alligator in the middle of the road. And so Just I swerved around and out. pulled over because I'm like, well, this is really weird. And then behind me, this big, huge pickup truck pulled up and this girl gets out of it. And literally she looked like she was straight out of a country music song. She had a big, huge truck pickup truck with like a love lift it. kit in love it. Love it so much. Um, she's got like cute jean shorts cut off and cowboy boots, like super hot, like country girl. Uh, and I was so I'm like, well, I'm getting out of my car. I need to see what's going on. So <laughs> I, I had already been pulled over. She pulled over. Wait, so wait, you're getting out of your car and you know there's an alligator. Well, so right I'm there. standing close to my car. Okay, she's okay. approaching the alligator. Oh, and I said. She goes, you need, you need to help me get this alligator off the road. And I'm like, get out of here. And literally, I had like a dress and pumps on. Is, like, is it, wait, isn't this where you just like call the cops? Like for help? Well, this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> but like this is this is in the era when you barely had a cell phone. Like I had okay. a cell phone, but I only had it on for emergencies. And sure. then I wasn't using it. I powered it down. My old like Nokia block phone. Yeah. This was back in yeah. this era. And so I said, well, how do you know it's dead? And she goes, oh, it's dead. And I go, uh, do they play dead? I'm like, the <gasps> ones that are like that I see, they are, have their eyes shut. They don't. How do what? we know they're dead? What if it's sleeping? What if it's just injured? And then we're going to get near it and it's going to attack us because you, it's like fight or flight. Could you see an injury on it? No. What? But I'm like, I don't know. I'm not an alligator whisperer. I don't know. So apparently she knew what she was doing. So she goes over and kind of like kicks it with her boot. She's like, nah, it's dead. She goes, I'm sure like a truck drove over it or something. And I'm like, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So trucks hit alligators in Florida. This, well, this like a an thing? alligator was like in the middle of the road. Like but, if like if a semi or something came, it, I don't I don't know. But, I, but it would be like mangled. Cha-chunk, clunk, 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 clunk. It's like going over a big speed bump. Oh, whoa. whoa. Well, I don't know. I'd never seen an alligator on the road I before, mean, and I we, know, still never have. We maybe hit deer here, It was but not alligator. Yeah. Well, we hit deer all the time, but they're like standing big in front of your car, whereas an alligator is just like laying on the ground. Yeah. The whole thing was just freaking crazy. So I said, so she like really made sure that it was dead or just like poked it a bunch or, or yeah like- she, she was just kicking it with her boot and i'm like okay better you than me and i'm gonna stand back here in case this thing wants to bite because it's gonna bite your leg oh off and then i'll go get some help um so she grabs it by its tail and she's like come help me drag this off the road no, so we dragged it. it off the side of the road you helped her yes no you didn't yes I'm like what am i supposed to do it no. was big it was like a five foot long alligator what and we're you know we were You're just dragging an alligator, yes, hoping off the that side it's of the dead. Road. Well, because then when rush hour comes, it was like a two lane highway, 
it could cause a big, huge accident because uh, like my car wouldn't have been able to have driven over it. I would have gotten stuck on top of the alligator. So yes, I drug an alligator off the road with a girl that looked like she was in a country music song. <laughs> country music video. <laughs> oh no, you yep, didn't. Yep, that was a good time. Wearing your high heels. You're wearing my high heels, living my best Tampa life. Uh, um, you know, too bad this wasn't like the good cell phone days because you'd have pictures and video. Oh, yeah. This would be on TikTok. Yeah. It would be all over the place. Well, I mean, some, let's be honest. Some of the things I did back in my younger days, we probably wouldn't want video recording okay. of that. Good point. Very my good point. My mother would not have been proud of me, but like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing, when you lived in Tampa, the other thing that you have to tell your clients that move from the north you can't let your cute little baby dog your little shih tzu out the back door to go potty if you live on a pond or a water feature because your dog will get eaten by an alligator it happened all the time are you serious yeah in like, like you every subdivision that. no it, people are like oh so, you know <laughs> fluffy's missing if you see my <gasps> dog let me know you're like we're not gonna find fluffy we're gonna find fluffy's collar pooped out in some alligator poop somewhere so like you don't even look you just kind of like they're no, gone like legit gone somebody oh, didn't sad. steal your dog like an alligator had what? a crispy little lunch i know oh but like if you move from the north and you've never lived anywhere where there's alligators you would no, never know that. no i yeah no i've i give no idea about alligators I, no no yeah okay so my third alligator story <laughs> i i cannot claim it for my own Oh, although I wish, I wish I would have, I wish I could claim this one, but it's too good not to share. This happened here in Minnesota. Okay. Well, this um, is a Minnesota alligator yes. story. And so oh, this, okay. this happened to an agent that I did a deal with last year. She is going to write a book. She's been in the business for like 40 years. I've only been in 24. Only. So only, she's got a only lot 24 more. She's got up. a lot more stories. <laughs> so she's telling me this. She said um, she was showing a house in a first tier suburb right out of Minneapolis. Okay. And she's showing her clients and she goes downstairs, the Rambler goes downstairs and they're looking in like the laundry room, mechanical room. And there was a shower curtain up on a rod where if you, you know, if you know those mid fifties houses, a lot of times there's sort of like that janky bathroom in the basement. That yeah. Oh yeah. I know there's kind of like about. a pipe coming out of the wall and they strung up a shower curtain and that's where like the boys would shower. Or, or like something. sometimes there's just a toilet. You know, like yes, bathrooms all yeah. the time. Yes, like that yeah. kind of, that kind yeah, of bathroom. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm yeah, seeing, you're seeing it. it. Yeah. So she's like, oh, it's the, you know, janky shower in the basement. She pulls the shower curtain back and bolted to the wall is an adult alligator. No. Yes. No. In Minneapolis. Get out of here. In Minneapolis. And I said, what did it, what did you what? do? She said a humongous chain around its neck and it was bolted to the wall. Okay, first of all, like, I would have what I would have needed some new spanks. I like, would have. Are you kidding me right sheet now? My pants all over the yes. place. Like, yes. Okay. Also, like poor number one, poor alligator. Like, why yes. is there an alligator? I have no idea. I so I go. What did you do? I said. What was the alligator doing? She goes. The alligator was just laying there with a chain around its neck. Oh, because he's so sad. A sad alligator. Well, because he probably needed alligator therapy. And oh. she's. I said. So it didn't like didn't like act she said it did absolutely nothing but she goes it was effing huge huge please alligator. tell me that she like made a call yeah. or or so dealt she pulled, with she it pulled the shower curtain back and they just like whoop, 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 backed out of the room and they were like oh my god she called the listing agent and she said um have you 
Have you been to this house before? Do you know there's a fucking alligator in your basement? Yeah. The listing agent had no idea. The listing agent had never seen that in the basement. Because, like, they probably moved the alligator for the day maybe to have. Or they just, like, oh, hey, look at this room. And, like, kind of, like. But, I mean, really? You're going to have people in your house. Your house is for sale. Like, how effing stupid are people? People are morons. I, 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 so like, where's the alligator now? I don't know what happened after that. I was just like finding an alligator in Minnesota chained up in a basement. You can't make this stuff up. I'm literally in shock. Like. It's crazy. I, Someone, I mean, you should go for it. You should probably go to jail for something like that. Um, probably. Are they endangered uh, species? I don't I know. I mean, I don't probably know, not. but like it's got to go against like animal rights and you that kind of thing. Think. And I'm hoping she called the cops. You or would think. Does like, does I, I, like who comes out and rescues alligators in I Minnesota? Know. I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's And also, what weird. are you doing with it? What are you I don't doing know. with it? Are you going to have, like, instead of, like, cockfights, you're going to have alligator fights? I mean, who knows? I, I have no I, idea. I, is that a thing? I know. Probably I, not. I just no, made that probably up. not. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So I had some clients a couple of years back that said they're going to relocate to a warmer climate. Sounds amazing. Yes. So the wife moved and they started, like, new construction on their new house. And the wife and two kids moved with all the pets. So the husband was left in the house. Um, Okay, let's back this up for one second. So when I went there for the listing appointment, I walked in and the the customary thing that we do in Minnesota is you take your shoes off when you get to someone's house. Yes. Because half the season they're like muddy or full of snow or whatever. So you always take your shoes off. There's like basically one month where your shoes aren't messy in Minnesota. And we're all accustomed to taking them off. So we just yep. take our shoes off no yep. matter what. Yep. So me, polite Minnesota girl, I walk in to the listing appointment. Their house is like a cluttery disaster. But I'm like, OK, it won't be like this when we get it on the market. So I take my shoes off and I step into the house and then look around and no one else has their shoes off. And there are animals everywhere, like four cats, three dogs, people everywhere. There may or may not have been some wacky tobacco being smoked while I was there. Um, I'm like, whatever. So I'm walking through their house going, oh, dear Jesus, why did I take my shoes off? My feet are getting contaminated. Oh, my God. It was so disgusting. But at that point, you can't be rude and go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to put my shoes back on because then you look like a total asshole. Like, what? What's Uh, wrong? So I was committed. I was committed. uh, I was shoes off. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I probably have walked through worse things in my life. Probably. But not in my late 40s. So I I'm, mean, you did live in Cancun I for did a live minute, in so let's uh, You're right. And Puerto Rico. You're right. You're right. Okay. So I'm walking through their house with no shoes. You know, I'm like, so that was, that's what, that's how this all started. So the wife moves. She takes 98% of the stuff out of the house, moves to Arizona, husband sleeping on an air mattress, wrapping up all the last minute details. And I said, you know, he had this big, huge punch list of things that he had to get completed. So I wasn't over there every day babysitting him. I'm like, you're a grown ass man. I'm giving you this list. I'm just relying on you that you're going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a safe assumption on my part? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you would think, right? Yeah. So he calls me and he's like, hey, rolling out of town tomorrow morning. I'm like, "Okay, great. How is that? You know, everything on our punch list done? Yep. There's like one little thing that's not done. And our handyman will be over here this week. I just gave him the lockbox code. He's going to come in and take care of it. 
great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Safe travels. Talk to you guys soon after you get, you know, minute we get a contract, you know, keep you updated. We'll, you know, we're going to negotiate this. So I go over there. I mean, photos are in like a couple of days. So I'm like, you know what? I better just go double check the work just because I had a, I had a suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) From the look on your face right now. (laughs) Let me just tell you, I went over there and I was like, mother of God, what in, in what universe do you think this to-do list is complete? There were so many things that were not done. But then I started just walking around the house, like opening a closet, opening. They had like built-ins upstairs. So I'm opening all the drawers and cupboards. There is literally little, not little, but like some piece of something, leftover random trash, you know, some really expensive Harley Davidson jackets are in the front closet. These are things you probably want, right? I mean, these are like 400 bucks each. Probably. So I start looking around and I'm like, oh my God, it's not just like a couple of things that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to throw it in my car and throw it in my dumpster when I get Yeah, like I'll just deal with this. Let's get this house on the market. This is at least like two bagsters full of crap. No. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm all dressed up for the day. I'm like, um, okay, so before we have photo- photos, and I brought like staging stuff over there to do like a light staging to, you know, make the kitchens and bath look really cute. So I went home, got, you know, I moved I, the next day. I'm like, okay, I need to strategize. I need to bring over like contractor garbage bags. Like I need it. Like we I need. Are you trying to tail. tackle this yourself? Yes. Oh. Because my, my handyman, one was out of town and the other one was just finishing like back surgery or something okay um my husband was uh, mark was out of town i literally had no one our team was really like we were like really stretched thin at that point in time i'm like okay if this needs to get done and get done asap you're doing it. i have to do it this is what you do if if i don't sell i'm 100 percent commission if i don't sell a house i don't get paid and the family's gone They've if got they some- take their pets yeah, they took everything. Well, that's, that's good, well that's everything good. except for two full bagsters and a half a garage full of crap that they didn't want to get rid of. Is this a thing? Um, Not normally. Not normally. Every once in a while. But in this market, in a seller's market where buyers are like, I don't care. You can leave your house full of anything. Oh, I guess. This wasn't like that a few years back. You had to leave your house clean. You like- the contract says broom swept, which, you know, that's a very loose interpretation of clean. Some people are like, oh, I don't have a broom. I'm just going to leave it. So this house is like bordered on that. Okay. So I go the next day, yoga pants, no makeup. I'm like, this. I'm going to be a hot mess. Like we're not even going to try super hard to look cute over here. Yeah. I brought co- tons of contractor garbage bags. I had gone to Menards and got bagsters. And I told them, I'm like, we. I have to haul all this away. I filled up my entire car full of old paint, paint thinners, liquids like all those liquids that you can't throw away so i had to go take them to the recycle center but the most disgusting thing in the basement can you guess it's not gonna be an alligator dead or something no no it's not well there was about (laughs) oh no you said three alligator stories (laughs) there was about 10 pounds of cat poop in the behind the furnace that i had to shovel up and haul away Gross. So I think they're cats. Gross. I think really what happened is that because the house was in such a state of chaos, the cats were just like, we need to the find litter a box. We're just going to poop wherever we want. So Gross. their their makeshift litter box was in the furnace room 
behind the furnace. So I shoveled all that up. But the Ugh. absolute worst thing, and I still have the video on my That's phone. That's not the worst thing. No. Oh, okay. There was a used penis pump with a condom, a used no, condom no. in it. No, I did not yes. see this coming. Yes. Get yes. And a used needle. This was in the closet in the bedroom in the basement. So this was their son's bedroom, a grown son. Uh, so wait, have you ever wait. seen a penis pump? Um, I have, but also, how do you forget your penis pump if you're moving out? It how was, is it something that you just it leave behind? It was like the rubber was all, like he forgot it was there. It was like that, like when the old rubber just like kind of disintegrates. Get and there was a here. condom stuck inside of it next to a used needle. Oh, and so I and this was one of the last rooms that I tackled. I had to get it out and video it. And so I sent it to the team. I said, well, if anyone else is having a day quite like mine, I'm going to like buy you drinks later. <laughs> like literally, I can't even make this stuff up. Gross. That is gross. Yes. That is gross. A penis pump with used condoms. Uh, like, please, gross. Oh, oh. oh. Why? I, yeah, just why? I, I just can't even. So, ugh. so the house sold. It was fine, but at that point, I just wanted the buyer not to buy a house that was disgusting. That was the most disgusting thing ever, because my client, you know, they moved it. They moved across this country. Like they're they're gone. They're gone. They're never going to refer me any more business. They're not looking for their even penis though I pump. Like eight times the commission that I charge them. Yeah, that was living my best life. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I was out showing lake properties one day. <laughs> I need to, to I need to take a sip of my just take sparkling a sip of water. Uh I was I met this new buyer. They wanted to buy a lake home. And so I met her, you know, kind of like west of the metro. And we're looking at lake properties. But the thing when in kind of like rural where lake properties are, a lot of times they're properties back in the day that have been on the market for a long time. So the signs all fall over when the snow totally falls. Totally seen this. Yeah. You don't see the signs anywhere anymore. So it's it's a lot of times it's hard to determine like what the house actually is or like okay. what house is for sale. It's not marked super well. No, no. Yeah. So she and I meet at this property and we tour it and I like... We're walking around going, ah, oh, like, I don't remember that it had, like, this feature or that feature. And the it didn't have a lot of pictures online, but, like, you have, like, a basic description of the house. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just something didn't seem right about it. But we, um, and the, they just said the door is going to be open. So we just went in. Doors open, gave ourselves a tour. I left my business card on the counter. Um, and then we get outside of the house and realize we are not at the right house. We are touring a house that's not even for no. sale. Wait. And you left your business card on the no, counter. No, so then I went back and grabbed my business card. I'm like, good God, he's going to be like, what the hell is this woman doing in my house? Like, we were in there for like 20 minutes. We could are have you gotten serious? like shot with a, who knows? Oh my God. Yes. So, like, Wow. I don't know where I don't know where the owner was. It looked like a looked like a bachelor pad. And I'm like, oh so my god. So like they probably don't even know you accidentally no. toured their house. No, his house just was unlocked because it's out in the country. And then oh, we actually so found funny. the right that's house. So and it like legit wasn't even sort of the same. And so like years later, she and I still laugh our asses off about that. I'm like, remember that one time when we toured a house it wasn't for sale? <laughs> <laughs> just walked into somebody's house. Hey, realtor. I feel like 
that yeah i can Isn't see that, that. i can see it happening i can yeah i can yeah. see it happening i mean thank god we're not like bad people or burglars or whatever but maybe lock your doors no yeah. nah. nobody does out there though wow that's yeah. funny that's it's funny. crazy yeah Okay, so let's pop back to Tampa. So one, I got a listing, basically a listing that was given to me by the top agent in our office because she said the sellers were needy and it was just in the time when houses weren't selling. This was was a custom floor plan that these people kind of tweaked and they made it weird enough that was keeping the house from selling just to any old buddy. It wasn't it wasn't appealing to the masses. So this agent graciously, I was brand new in my career. You know, she knew that I was like struggling, trying to get business. She's like, how about I give you this listing? And I, she's like, you know, do, I know that you're going to be able to give them the time that they need. So I built great rapport with the sellers. We have this house listed. I'm hosting an open house and this couple comes in. They were at the open house for quite a while. Super nice couple walking around, you know, checking it all out, you know, asking the normal questions. And they're like, well, you know, we're going to think about it. Like, okay. Okay. So I'm stayed at the open house. Hour later, they came back and they said, we really love this house. We want to write an offer. Awesome. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm thinking to myself, Yay. oh my God, I don't even know what to do next. But <laughs> the husband said, he asked me some really inappropriate questions about like the demographics of the area. Ooh. And I'm like, sir, okay, A, that's illegal. And B, it's none of my business. Uh, Who lives in this neighborhood? Like, so you're you, like this great, co- this great uh, couple. All of a sudden, it's just turned to icky. Well, and it's the South, and it's the '90s. Things were different, uh, but the South is so much different than here in the Midwest. It it just is in many regards. Yeah. So I said, sir, you need to drive around and you need to figure that out for yourself, and then if you still want to buy the house, let me know. So they ended up buying the house. Um. So they move in. Everything's going great. Several months later, I'm at my office and it's back in the day where people didn't text you. They just showed up at your office. It's so strange to me. It's just so strange. It's really strange. And then my secretary put a page like, Beth, Beth to the front desk. You have a client at the front door. And I'm like, you know, they don't even do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. So I go to the front door and I'm like, hey, we'll just call him Bob. Hey, Bob. (laughs) Hey, nice to see you. How are you guys doing? Oh, my gosh. So nice to see you. Uh, you know, how are you loving your new house? So, you know, little just small chit chat, right? Yeah. And he said, well, I just want to stop up here and uh, see if I can ask you out on a date and see if I can take you out on my motorcycle. No. I'm like, um, no, Bob, he's married, right? Yes. And I know his <laughs> wife and his wife is so lovely. I actually like the wife even better than I liked him. And I'm like, um, <laughs> Bob. And okay, uh, uh, like he's like in his, <laughs> at the time I'm in my early, no, I'm in my late 20s. He's in his, he's probably in his late 50s. So he's wow. legit the, the age of my parents. Wow. Maybe even older than my parents at the time. And I said, Bob, I'm, while I'm super flattered and I love motorcycles, um, I don't think that going out on the motorcycle would you with you would be a good idea considering you're married. You're, but, yeah, you know, yeah. give my best to Bev. That's her fake name. Uh, you know, hope all is well. Wow. I'm like, dude. Yes, it's like before. This, that's so You come bold. into my office and you're basically asking me in front of my secretary, asking me out on a date and you're married. And you're married. And like, 
like now I feel like someone would text you, right? Yes. But like just to yes. show up like that. It's pretty brazen, right? Wow. Wow. <sighs> so did you go? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Christy, I just jumped on his bike and we went off riding into the sunset. Oh, Florida, you seem magical. Oh, Florida. Florida. All right, where should we go now? I oh. have no idea. Okay, how about we go to like crazy, f- oh, like okay, let's go back to another drunk guy in a house story. This is also <laughs> a couple years ago in a town not far from where I currently live. Okay. So I'm showing a house and my clients and I, we go into the house tour the whole house the whole main floor it's like really beautiful house but i thought it was weird there was an open bag of chips and like a thing of salsa sitting on the counter i'm like it feels like somebody just had a fresh snack okay and then we went downstairs really a super is really nice house and then we go upstairs and i look so i'm i go first my clients who like i have a really great relationship with they're right on my heels behind me i get to the top of the stairs and i can hear someone snoring get out of here <laughs> so I, I do the universal <laughs> sign and like put my hand up like halt please halt. wait halt. a second and then i'm like <laughs> let me make sure they're not naked <laughs> well i said and they're like what you know we're <laughs> we're like basically mouthing to each other in the staircase and i said Somebody's snoring down the hall. I'm like, I can see someone like laying in the bed, like their feet. I can like see their feet on the bed. I said, stay right here. I'll be right back. And so I <laughs> You're tiptoe. like, I got this because I've done this many times well, before. And I know the person that lives there. Yeah. Like we're not like besties or anything, but this is someone that I know. So I kind of tiptoe down the hallway and he is passed out cold on the bed, fully dressed, laying on top of the covers on his back. <laughs> Snoring. This is a dress. three. He dressed. is dressed. There's no wieners. Thank <laughs> God. But it's three in the afternoon. Three. Oh, wow. And I, you know, but you got to be careful. I mean, I, you don't know if people have guns. Like, oh, I mean, no. you don't know. No. So I just like backed up the hallway and we went to, and I said, sorry, guys, we're like, we're not no, that like room. I don't I don't want to startle him and have something crazy happen where like we're putting ourselves in harm's way like we're not that stupid like and they're like this isn't the house anyway so. let's have some of those chips and salsa yeah like, let's get out of here so then we just left and I then I reached out to the wife and I said FYI uh some crazy thing happened at my showing of your house today and she's like oh dear god oh so they're having problems selling the house clearly Clearly, just, if somebody's so, so passed guess, out at three like, in the afternoon. Number one thing, just get out of your house if you're going to sell. Just get out. Yes. Yeah. Don't day drink at your house when it's on the market. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. We're going to end with one, one other weirdo story. <laughs> All right. So this happened literally two years ago. We get a, an online lead comes in on one of our listings that is a golf course house or a house in a beautiful golf community with a pool, a, a gorgeous executive home in the eight hundred to $900,000 ballpark. So I'm like, hell yeah, I want this lead. This is awesome. I can sell one of our listings. We loved our seller. Um, so it was just going to be a win-win for everybody. Cool. Talk to this couple. They seemed a little, they seemed interesting. Let's just use that. 
But, I love interesting people. Yeah. So I was talking to him and they said, you know, we're at the car dealership right now. Hey, I'm going to have you talking to my wife. Um, you know, we're just whatever, whatever. This conversation is pretty, you know, we have this decent conversation. You know, I'm kind of probing like, what's the desire? Is this the only location you're interested in? Blah, blah, blah. So we set up a time to tour the house and they never showed at the home. So I get there. We prep the, you know, our seller, it's our seller who's super excited to move his home, move so he can go and retire in Florida and just, you know, live his Florida, best life. Man, this is the theme of the show, Florida. Florida. We so, should go. Let's go to Florida, Beth. I know. Let's go Tomorrow? On, let's go to the beach. Yeah. Let's <laughs> hop a flight. So the, it just, the whole thing just seemed really weird. They ended up, the husband had some health issues and so. She said, you know, we ha- we ended up at the hospital. Here's what's going on. I'm so sorry. Um, There's just kind of all these weird things that they were they were red flags ish to me. Mm-hmm. But there seemed like plausible explanations for everything. Until there's too many. Until there's too many. Yeah. So we get a house under contract. Finally, um, I had shown them a handful of houses or showed her a handful of houses. I never met him, but I talked to him on the phone several times. Okay. But he was having some major health issues. Supposedly, we're using air quotes. I don't know. That was the story. So I showed her a bunch of houses. She's like, oh, so-and-so is going to love this house. We wrote up an offer. Um, But there was all these really weird things going on with the earnest money. So when you write a purchase agreement, you have to give earnest money that shows, yes, I am putting some skin in the game. I want to buy this house. So it's supposed to be like $20,000. Okay. And there was all these crazy things why they couldn't get me a check. They'd done it electronically. And then it looked like it went through the bank system. And then the bank did some sort of reversal on it. Okay. There's just all these crazy things. Things that just seemed fishy. Seemed fishy. They didn't show up for the inspection because Mr. Buyer was having a bunch of health issues. I'm like, okay, well, this is totally fine. Um, They ended up like the day before closing, they said, we're not going to buy the house. But like at this point, I'm like, well, you didn't even put your earnest money in. So I'm questioning if you even have the ability to buy the house. I'm thinking you probably don't. Like there's something else fishy going on here. Yeah. Um, So that whole entire deal imploded. But that seller had already packed up all their stuff and moved away. But like we had, you know, we did all the due diligence. Like I had the proof of funds for a cash purchase for a million dollar house. Like I had everything that you need in a transaction. What was the deal? I, we still don't know to this day. Weird. And then they wrote an offer on another house and the same sort of situation happened. And we just said, we need to back out of this. And, but then, you know, like, I don't want somebody coming after me for, like, defamation of character. Yeah. But I'm like, you, what is going on with you? So then we started Googling them, and there was all sorts of crazy stuff online about them. So we can't, you can't escape the internet. Well, so you don't, I don't, we don't know. We don't, I like to my, to this day, like, my mind just doesn't jump to, like, criminal behavior, first and foremost. But, like, but, Beth, you're married to a detective. I know. Okay. I know. So he Marks just, would. He just kept would. thinking, this seems really fishy. And I'm like, well, it does. But like, it seems like they have a reason for this. I'm like, just because you're a shady person, shady people buy houses all the time. That's true. All That's the true. time. 
who am I to judge your moral compass? That's not that's not me. You that's between you and your maker. That's not between you yeah. and your realtor. Yeah. If you have, if you have the money to buy a house, that we should put that on t-shirts. <laughs> we could. We we absolutely could. Like I if you have the money to buy a house, yep. you could buy a house. Doesn't matter. No. Um so yeah, they we I still to this day they're like I don't know if they're like scammers or what was going on. I don't know. Weird. But they never bought a house. Maybe it's a good thing if we don't find out. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, I finally just had to, like, we just had to be done with it. Wow. Wow. Crazy, right? These, these are good, Beth. I think these... people just think that real estate is like, oh, you're going to go show pretty houses. I think. And it's going to be so great. You wear high heels and you yeah. go in. <laughs> God bless. I Little don't even hardly do wear high know. heels anymore. You better br- you better have a pair of Birkenstocks and yoga pants <laughs> in the back of your car in case you got to clean up penis Clorox pumps. wipes. And a case of Clorox wipes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is hilarious. Wow. Wow. It happens. Yeah, I think my favorite one, or like, I think when I, the penis pumps a bit much, but <laughs> when I think of you in pumps, like with another woman with like a cowboy hat on, uh, pulling an alligator yeah. off a like road, that yeah. that's a good like visual for me. Like I, that's my favorite. I think <laughs> it's it would have been fun to have photo photo uh, proof of that. Yeah, it would have been. It, yeah, people, we literally can't make this up. And I know for any of you in real estate that are listening to this, I know my story is probably just barely scratched the surface from what some of you have experienced. And let's, let's, we want to hear yours. Yeah. We want to hear yours. Hit us up in the comments. Uh, let us hear awesome. yours. That would be so awesome. And maybe we can share them on an upcoming show. That would be super What do you fun. think? Oh my gosh. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. We literally could write a book about this. Yeah. Maybe we will someday. <laughs> who knows yeah hit us up and let us know what you what you've seen or or experienced because um i like i like to laugh <laughs> it's nutso people all right well that was that was fun beth thanks I'm glad for, i can entertain you for a bit i appreciate it i really do it's a nice <laughs> little break for me okay bus bench babes until next time remember to keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are and um, stay away from alligators. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 